Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to today's CEOs You Should Know. I'm Mike Snyder, and it's my pleasure to welcome the general manager and CEO of RTA, India Birdsong, to our show today. India, thank you and, and welcome. How are you today? Thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm, I'm happy to be able to talk with you this morning. Doing well. Well, we're looking forward to the conversation to find out a little bit more about your plans uh, and what's ha- what's happening right now with RTA. You, you've been here a little over a year. How, how have you found, first off, just living here in Northeast Ohio? What's it been like for you? It's been a busy year. Uh, I'll tell you that. It definitely has uh, been a quick one. It's gone by really fast. And you're right. I've, I've made a year uh, the middle of the month of September. And um, it definitely has been uh, more than I imagined, but in a great way. So with everything going on from uh, starting with a new job and new uh, surroundings and then, of course, COVID and, and also having a baby on top of it all definitely has kept me busy. <laughs> wow. I guess so. That, yeah, that is a, well, congratulations to you and, uh, and, and your, and your new arrival there. Wow. Uh, so you have had a, a full plate this year, India. And, and yeah, let's, let's kind of talk a little bit about, let's, let, let's go to present tense right now. As, as we look at RTA today, what would you call the most important things that are happening or initiative that's happening with RTA right now? Sure. Well, we're doing a lot at RTA, and I think uh, really with, with everything that's going on, a lot of businesses have struggled to keep pace, and, and that's definitely respectable. We all are kind of uh, getting adjusted to the new normal. But I think at RTA, we've actually kind of revved up a little bit, um, and I do credit that the planning that we tried to do at the uh, end of 2019. So there's a lot of things that are on our plate. So if I kind of want to highlight a few things, I would say we have our system redesign. Uh, we we had that on our plate again last year, and we really had planned on ramping it up uh, over the summer months. Due to the COVID and everything going on with the social distancing, we really didn't have the opportunity to go out to the public again like we wanted to. Uh, so we actually have just hit pause for maybe about six months, and, and we're gearing back up for the uh, the first quarter of the next year and also uh, the second quarter of the next year so that with any uh, luck, we will be able to roll that out by June 2021. Uh, so that's really given us an opportunity to look at the system, figure out where the gaps are, and then reassess our original plan to determine whether or not the uh, travel patterns of businesses and employees have changed due to things like COVID and working from home. So we're really excited to be able to roll that out to our external stakeholders um, over the next few months to be able to make the final tweaks so that we can actually make the changes in the field, you know, meaning the bus mm-hmm. stops, uh, blades and, and all of that kind of thing. You know, and maybe just I'll follow up there. You, you have the system redesign plan, and then maybe we need to get to the, the COVID factor because it's affected all of our lives in, in, in ways maybe we've never imagined. And, and here you come in with kind of a plan, but now – you really, the traveling habits of people are, have uh, started to change after dealing with all of this, haven't they? 
Absolutely. Um, they've adjusted dramatically. Uh, as I'm sure you're aware, most people know that mass transit has taken a huge hit uh, just as far as the, the business side goes. Uh, on the side of ridership, uh, typically your average transit agency is down anywhere between uh, 40 and you know 80 percent. Uh, we're down probably around between 55 and, and 60 percent on any given day now. And when you say it out loud, it, it kind of gives you a, a shock. But when you look at the numbers, that's actually not as bad as it was before. Um, we had a, a moment where, our, especially our paratransit services, were down about 85%. So we actually are on the rebound, and we're finding that people, as they come back to work, they're, they're electing to hop on public transit. And I think that they're finding that it's a, it's a safe way to go. We definitely are doing everything we can to keep it clean and, and sanitized. So we're, we're preparing for a slow crawl back to a new normal, but we definitely are looking at areas like Solon and um, other, you know, surrounding areas where the manufacturing sites might have changed or might have altered the way that people go to work. So we're definitely uh, looking forward to taking advantage in a, in a good way of the opportunity and uh, coming out with a slightly different product as far as service goes. And India, you, you kept things moving as this hit. It's just had to be, a, as you detail it here, you, you've just been here. You've really only been really in, in the Cleveland area for about six months. Now this comes out of nowhere. It's impacted all of us. That those Take us through a little bit of what you had to go through, you know, even in those first weeks after now you're getting all these directives about trying to deal with COVID-19 and, and you, you have so many, you know, all of your employees working. You're not only thinking about your, your customers, but those who are working for you. Take us through. That had to be a, a very difficult time. It was uh, it was challenging. I'll say that it was. Uh, but, you know, I'll be honest with you. You go into autopilot. Uh, I think, especially when you come from an operational background as well and a planning background, um, those kind of challenges are, are are what keeps you in the game, so to speak. Right? Those are the things that really get. Uh, I think a lot of us tr- transit professionals um, addicted to the adrenaline <laughs> of the fire. Right? We want to say, okay, this is an issue. How do we attack it? And how do we get through it? Um, so that's really the mode that I think, you know, myself and our team went into, and we immediately started to say, okay, this is a real threat. You know, this is something serious. And uh, we realized that, I want to say in March, when we saw the numbers kind of skyrocket for the Ohio area, you know, as well as other states, and we really started to go into protective mode. Uh, we started to pattern our sterilization and sanitization efforts uh, after the largest transit agencies we could think of in the United States, which is the New York MTA. And that's really, uh, you know, I'll give credit where credit is absolutely due to our leadership team and our operational team as well. That's led by our COO, uh, Flonse Caver, who really took it seriously and, and, and really went ahead and went the extra mile to be able to start to work with our frontline employees. And, uh, you know, I definitely wanted to take a moment to thank our local unions because that's a conversation that, you know, I had with them over and over again. And we worked through the, um, the fear, you know, of, of being able to come to work. And our, our, our unions were fantastic at making sure that our membership was comforted. And we did everything that we could also um, on a state and uh, national level to apply for the CARES funding. Uh, or actually, you know, when I say apply, just let them know that it's important to Ohio and we needed to uh, benefit from those funds. And I'm happy to say that we were granted $111.8, I believe, million uh, for the CARES Act, the first round of it at least. 
And uh, we've, we've utilized every penny of it almost to be able to get us through. Um, our numbers are, are relatively low uh, in comparison to some other transit agencies as far as people who have contracted or reported contracting uh, coronavirus and have actually come through on the other side uh, relatively healthy. So for a staff of almost 2,400 people who are public-facing every day, you know, we're still in the 30s as far as that total number since March, and uh, about 98% of those folks have come back to work and are symptom-free. So that is a great job, and appreciate it. That is great to hear. India Birdsong, the CEO of RTA, our guest on today's edition of CEOs You Should Know, as we like to get to little, know a little bit more. And, boy, India, your, your, your extensive background really has you prepared for this? You you really you were in Nashville before you came here, and then you were in Chicago before that. Take us a little bit about your story as to how you really kind of got to the position you are in in, in leading RTA here in, in Northeast Ohio. Uh, so that's a good question. It's a, a little bit of a, um, a wayward story. <laughs> I think uh, I started out actually not thinking about public transit at all. Um, I, I was actually thinking about, uh, you know, writing and, and English was my original focus and, and journalism and editing and that kind of thing and thought about the legal profession for a while and decided not to do that. But where I ended up was community development uh, during my, my time in uh, Philadelphia and Chicago. And I really uh, went toward urban planning because I wanted to kind of understand who made the decisions to lay out the city like it was, and that had a lot to do with the economic and social disparities and, and all of that. So I ended up uh, getting my master's in urban planning and working in, in economic and community development for, for a few years, and then uh, actually got hired through the CPA uh, in Chicago uh, for a system redesign of all things that they were doing for the uh, south and the west side and uh, served as a community uh, development kind of facilitator and service planner and then uh, went from there and, and came on full-time and kind of went through the ranks, so to speak, in the planning area um, and then moved over into the operations division uh, halfway through my career at CPA and kind of went through the ranks that way and had a lot of field experience and then moved over to Nashville um, as their COO about 10 years later and um, that was a phenomenal experience. As you may know, they had a referendum uh, for public transit, uh, which definitely whenever you have a tax levy on the on the ballot, um, in a pretty uh, car-dependent and loyal state, it's, it's always going to be a challenge. Uh, but it's great to even be considered for something like that. So that was a first for Nashville. Mm. And, uh, you know, did a great job with that. And they'll, they'll be at it again, I'm sure, and a rebranding and, and all of that. So uh, coming to Cleveland was, was definitely not on the radar, but I'm glad that it, it came to fruition. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great opportunity, and I look forward to really just making changes in, in the Midwest. I'm a Midwest girl, and, and, and that's really where my heart is. You know, in just the few minutes we've spoken and, and uh, some of the articles I've read about you, uh, you strike me as the kind of person that you want to roll up your sleeves and get in there and and, and learn everything about what you're doing and, and get out with the people. Really, I think it was your first day really on the job here, India. You were down at Tower City, right? You wanted to talk to the people who were riding the transit or or maybe, you know, picking up an exchange uh, for the bus. You you did that. You went out and talked to people, didn't you? I did. I did. It was important. I didn't want to sit behind the desk and kind of sit in the corner <laughs> and uh, answer phones all day. I figured I needed to see what was really going on. Um, I always I, I love to appreciate people's stories. And, you know, you, you believe as much as you can, but you really got to go out there and see how 
the rush hours are doing to um, to see what's happening. Uh, people can tell you anything they want, but unless you're out there to see it for yourself, it's always the question of whether or not you have all the facts. So it was great to be able to meet the, the, the citizens of Cleveland. And I also wanted them to see my face. I wanted them to see who, you know, uh, who India was and, and um, just understand that um, I may look a little different than their previous, you know, management. I definitely, I believe, uh, first female doing the job, so that's a little different as well. Um, and, you know, Cleveland has had the same leadership for quite a while, so I think it was owed the respect of coming out in person to meet people for the first time. And for you to get people, moving people for, for whether it's for employment opportunities or whatever it is, you, when you mentioned like Solon, from Solon to the west side, to be able to connect all of that, that that is so key in so many levels for our economy and just our society, isn't it? It is. It, it really is. I think that we primarily serve Cuyahoga County. But we've got to understand what the bigger uh, mobility divide looks like and the bigger digital divide now with all of the virtual dependency we've got going on. And um, unless you have those conversations, again, I think it's the community aspect of, of the planning part of it that I like. And uh, we've got to be able to learn how to connect ourselves to other uh, areas and other modes of transportation in order to really get the bang for the buck. Because eventually someone's going to leave. Cuyahoga County to go somewhere else, whether it's to go to work or to go to play or whatever it is. And we've got to be able to figure out how to make those connections work so that people find value in RTA. And it would be remiss as I talk about your willingness to roll up your sleeves. You're also proficient in Spanish, and you did that for a reason, didn't you? I did. I did. Um, it, it's the funniest thing in the world. So I, that's another half-stance kind of thing, but I've been taking that language in school, so to speak, for quite a while, probably since I was about seven years old. Uh, but I, I made that my uh, minor in college, and, and living on the East Coast for a long time, I actually had a lot of friends that were of, uh, of Hispanic origin, whether they were from the, the Caribbean or, or anywhere else. And I tend to be able to kind of fit in sometimes with that culture just because of uh, what I look like and maybe just be able to, to understand what they're saying through the language. And a lot of times my friends, you know, grandparents and parents just wouldn't speak to me in English. And so it was a, <laughs> an immersion by fire. And it actually came in really handy uh, when I worked for CPA and worked for other areas mm -hmm. uh, when we had bilingual sort of um, needs when you go out and talk to the community members. So it, it definitely is helpful. Now, my grammar's a little rusty. I didn't use it as much in Nashville, so I need to be able to sort of dust that off a little bit, but it, it's definitely helpful. Our guest is India Birdsong. Uh, what a year. You mentioned, uh, I guess maybe a little bit when, you, I don't know, when you get a chance to relax it with the new baby and the new job and all the demands that are thrown your way. But when you do get to kind of relax a little bit, India, what are some things you do like to do? Sleep. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, I hear you. I have a new granddaughter, and I, and I, and I talk with my daughter, and I said, yeah, sleep is that, that, like that, that early year. That's what you, you need to cling to, don't you? Yeah, you do. You do. It's amazing how the body just adjusts to it all, and it really, I feel like I'm back in the garage on a different shift. That's all it feels like. But, uh, but no, I would say to, to relax. I actually um, used to run quite a bit, when, especially when I was in Chicago on the lakefront and actually rollerblade, of all things, and I love to cook. So those are the things that really just 
allow me to relax. And so, um, and, and they're free for the most part. So it, it's good to be able to enjoy that sometimes. Our guest is India Birdsong, CEO of RTA. India, we've touched on a number of subjects and it really has been a year unlike any other for, for really all of us. And I guess as we, we kind of wrap it up here, as you look ahead a little bit, you touched on the system redesign. And, and I guess now as we kind of go forward, there still are variables health-wise though, some things that, some thoughts you have now as you look at least to the, the near future and, and your role and, and how you're trying to guide RTA? Well, I'll, I guess I'll close by saying I'm really excited about some of the major projects we have going on in addition to the system redesign. We have the rail car replacement. Uh, we just got awarded a, a $15 million grant, the build grant uh, that came down from us, and we are super excited about being able to utilize those funds. It's a $300 million project. Mm. Uh, it has that, a pretty big price tag on it, and that's over a series of years to replace uh, the entire fleet. Um, and we're looking forward to starting that process. We will probably put out our uh, request for proposals at the top of the year to start looking at design for the new rail cars, and we expect those to probably hit the, the street or the road, so to speak, in another uh, three years or so. Uh, so we're, we're moving forward full steam, and uh, I expect us to have a, a a better system as far as reliability um, when it comes to state of good repair. Also looking forward to doing a lot of uh, transit-oriented development projects, TOD, um, so that we can also make that con- connection that we talked about with the neighborhoods and really get out there and just being a, a better community partner. We've got a lot of Wi-Fi that's available for students. Um, we just rolled that out in, in late September. So students can come to our system and start utilizing our services. If we've got something that will help bridge the gap in the community as far as need, uh, that's what we're here to do. So just being able to kind of uh, reintroduce ourselves to the Cleveland area and Clevelanders so we can actually become part of the the community landscape is is what we plan on doing. And and just keep your ears and eyes open. We've got a lot of good things coming up in 2021. Outstanding. Well, India, we thank you for your time and, and boy, all the information you put out there today, not only about RTA, but but uh, telling your story as well. We appreciate that and we wish you well going forward here and your time here in Cleveland and, uh, and and the years to come. Hopefully we can have a little more of a stable year for all of us in the in the year coming up. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much. You've been listening to CEOs You Should Know. Our special guest has been India Birdsong, CEO of RTA. This is Mike Snyder. Have a good day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.